Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two, you better you bet, PJ Glasser, Rob Brown, filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on this Monday. Talk some NFL preseason in hour number one. It's time to talk some college football, though. Here in hour number two, week zero starts on Saturday, and the first game will be out in Dublin, Ireland, between Navy and Notre Dame. Long rivalry filled with a lot of Notre Dame victories. I think, Rob, at one point, Notre Dame had won like 42 or 43 in a row against Navy. Navy was able to manage to get one, though, on them. This year, Notre Dame favored by 20.5 right now. The over-under is at 50.5. If you like Navy to pull off the big upset, they're plus 800. Notre Dame minus 1,400. So, Rob, when you break down this matchup, I mean – is this one of those games where you kind of just want to see Notre Dame just get out of there healthy, get out of there with the victory? Or now that it's year of the second full year under Marcus Freeman, Sam Hartman's at Notre Dame, they have big expectations. I mean, you have USC on the schedule this year. You have Clemson. You have Ohio State. Is this one of those games that you want to see Notre Dame cover the spread and win rather easily by like 30, 35 points? I want Marcus Freeman to show me the reason he got hired for this job. I want Sam Hartman to prove to me that he's the player everybody thought he was going to be. And he was very good last year at Wake Forest. But to show me he's the guy that makes it more important that coaches keep an eye on the quarterback transfer portal. And I think both of them can. Listen, Notre Dame, I think, this year, PJ, has the opportunity to maybe be the most important football team in college football. Not that they'll be in the playoff, not that they'll win a national championship, but think about the teams who might be in the playoff and in the national championship hunt they have. They have Ohio State, they have USC, they have Clemson. All three of those teams are teams that have decent odds to be uh, in the playoff picture. All those teams have their own struggles elsewhere, of course, with the Big Ten being what it is. Uh, Florida State is coming for Clemson this year. USC and their last year in the pack. 12, 8, 4, uh, you know, they, they're going to have the, the the final four gutting to take them out in their last year. But Notre Dame's got a chance to be a player, to have a massive, massive role in what happens. And if they want to prove that they are on the way back, that they are going to reintroduce themselves as a playoff team down the road, this is the year to me they have to prove it. So, yes, I love Navy. My grandpa was a Marine. I will pull for the midshipmen just about every single week that they play. But I need Notre Dame to go beat them by 35. 
I need them to cover this. I need them to cover it easily. I need to put style points up. You're in Dublin. Uh, I'm willing to wager a nickel or two that it is going to be a pro Notre Dame crowd on Saturday Mm -hmm. afternoon. Well, Saturday night in Dublin. So it's not like this is an away game. Hell, it's not even a neutral site game. Prove to me that Notre Dame deserves to be listed inside that top 10. Prove to me, Freeman, that you've got this thing and you were the right hire. Prove to me, Sam Hartman, that you are a first-round NFL draft pick. There's not a lot of teams that I look at and I go, you got to prove it in week one. But this year, Notre Dame is in that group alongside Florida State and LSU of, I need you to go win this game by 35 and show me that the Irish are back where they should be. If they do it in this one, I feel a lot better about putting some change on Notre Dame later in the year. Would you back them in this game? Would you take them minus 20 and a half, or do you like Navy with the points? I actually I, I, I actually might take, uh, I might take a run at the cover for the Irish. I really might, because here's the thing. After the start they had last year, real shaky start for the Irish last year, Marcus Freeman's first run at it, And we saw how much that weighed on them, right? Like within a week, everybody was like, oh no, it's catastrophe in South Bend. Like everything, they know, and they know who they are. And on top of all that, with all of the conference realignment that's been going on and Notre Dame's abject refusal to join a conference, and why would they? NBC's paying them more money than any conference would be willing to pay out so far. It won't stay that way for much longer, but for now it's true. You've got everybody kind of looking at Notre Dame like, hey, get your noses out of the air, right? Like, you don't need to be acting as if you're elite. You haven't been for a while now. They know what a hot start to the season means for them, A. B, if they can grab, let's say, two of those three wins we talked about, right? Ohio State, Clemson, USC. If they can win two out of those three, there's no reason this team can't be considered as a outside shot, but an outside shot at jumping into the playoffs since they don't have a conference championship game to worry about. So uh, I, I I think I'm going to take Notre Dame. I think I'm going to lay the points. I think I take them to lay the points because I think that they know that they have an early season message to send. I don't usually like to bet on, well, this team needs to send a message. I don't, I don't bet on that. That's intangible. I can't touch it. But in this case, I'm going to break my own rule and say, yes, Notre Dame wants to come hot out the gate so that they don't have – the national attention piling on them like they did last year that led to, I think, an even slower start than they like. So last year, this game was played in Baltimore. Notre Dame beat Navy 35-32. to They were actually up three scores in the third quarter, and the Navy came back. Not only did they get the backdoor cover, I mean, they gave them a scare. They only lost the game by three. I think I want a 21 in this game, Rob. I think I'm going to hold off throughout the week to see if I can get a 21 because I do feel like more and more people are going to back Notre Dame in this game. And the reason I want the 21 is because I don't think there are going to be many field goals in this game. I don't think Navy is going to have much success stopping Notre Dame. And then offensively for Navy, I don't think they can afford to settle for many field goals. Right. And that they're built to go for it on fourth down anyways, with the wishbone and the short yardage. So I want the full 21. If I get that, I'm going to bet Navy in the game. I think getting Navy week zero, week one, whatever it is, the first game of the year is a brutal opponent, Rob. It's brutal because, I mean, think about it. You know, when when you play football, Navy, Army, Air Force, like they're such an anomaly. And for the first game of the season, 
for your opponent to be chopping at your legs for three and a half, four hours. Like, I just do not think that's something that those Notre Dame players want to get behind. Um, so I kind of like Navy to hang around in this game. Now Navy's going to have a new coach. Kenny Amadalolo got fired after 15 years at the Naval Academy. So, you know, I think with the first year head coach, right, you're playing against Notre Dame, you're on national television, you're out in Ireland. I mean, this is Navy Super Bowl, Rob. Like, they're not holding anything back. They're not coming to try and cover this game. Like, they believe that they can win. They believe that they can beat Notre Dame. Now, Marcus Freeman has had, has had a lot of experience against the wishbone. He was the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati. Navy's been in the AAC now for some years, so he's had a look at defending the wishbone. But I think Navy keeps the game close. And look, you mentioned it. Notre Dame last year, I mean, his big favorites, they struggled. They lost to Marshall as big favorites at home. They lost to Stanford as big favorites at home. They went on a roll to end the year. But I just think, you know, there are certain coaches, Pat Narduzzi's one of them. There are certain coaches that just struggle as big favorites. And I think maybe Marcus Freeman might be that guy. I think everybody's going to want to see Sam Hartman in his first game, and they're going to bet the over, and they're going to bet Notre Dame in a route. But I kind of like Navy to, to keep it. I think maybe they lose by like 14, maybe something like that. But I'm going to back Navy in the game. I'm hoping I get a plus 21. I just think it's tough for Notre Dame in their first game to get a team playing the wishbone. I think that's brutal. So give me Navy, Rob. Give me Navy to cover the spread. I think they keep it close. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one thing. And I, I call it the Georgia Tech problem, right? Like Brent Key at Georgia Tech. I don't know how much you – I love Brent Key. I got a chance to interview him at ACC Media Days a couple of weeks ago. This dude's funny. He's just an old-school offensive lineman. But when you think Notre Dame football, what do you think about? Same thing, right? Triple option, wishbone formation, ground and pound. Except for that ain't Georgia Tech anymore Brent Key showed up and he opened this offense up a little bit that was Paul Johnson's Georgia Tech this ain't your daddy's Georgia Tech right. I think you got to look at Brian Newberry the new coach at Navy and realize this ain't Ken's Navy anymore either I mean granted the personnel is there to run that style of offense but Brian Newberry is not a hard run first guy and they brought over Grant Chestnut uh from Kennesaw State to be the OC He's a wide-open offense guy. Now, that's not to say Navy's not going to run the ball. They still will because you got to play to the players on the roster as much as you need the players to play to your system. But I think you're going to see Navy try to be a little bit more contemporary, a little more modern offense than you're used to. I think I think we might. And for the record, I did too until I literally talked about it on my radio show today. I hear Navy, I think triple option, I think wishbone, I think run the ball four yards in a clutch. I don't know that that's what Navy is going to be when they open up on Saturday. They'll still lean that direction, but I think Brian Newberry is going to try to open this offense up and kind of break the mold a little bit. The problem is they're going to try to do that against the Notre Dame team that's going to be able to put points on the boards in bunches this year. So this is a very – Marcus Freeman is not a first-year, first-game coach this year. Sam Hartman – is not a freshman quarterback. This is a guy with XP, a guy that went into Tallahassee and beat the Knowles when the Knowles were on a roll last year. This is a good quarterback playing for a coach that does not have the nerves anymore up against a first-year head coach who is taking over for a legacy coach in that program, which means he's not going to do what Ken did. He's got to do his own thing to kind of break out of that mold a little bit. So I think with all that lined up, I'm not saying – 
Navy's going to bust this thing open by 40. But I think I'll lay the points. All right. Look, it's a great point you bring up about Newberry and uh, the new OC. I almost kind of like that, though, for Navy, because I think Notre Dame might be the guinea pig, and there are things that Notre Dame hasn't seen on tape that Navy's going to run. So it's going to make for an interesting game. You know Navy's not going to hold anything back. This is their Super Bowl. They're going to run all kinds of trick plays, so I'm excited to watch it. Uh, We got UTEP and Jacksonville State as well in Week 0. UTEP's favored by 1. We have New Mexico State favored by 7.5 against UMass. Over-unders 44.5 in that game. San Diego State is favored by 2.5 against Ohio in their matchup. Over-under is 49. Anything in either of those three games for you, Rob, between those schools? Nothing that honestly, nothing that really jumps off the page for me. I mean, they're all they're all about where I would have put them. I am I am very interested in uh, that week zero game. I actually Hawaii v Vanderbilt. I like Hawaii Vanderbilt a lot. We'll get to those numbers in a minute. And and San Jose State USC on week one as well. But Jacksonville State, I've seen that team play a lot. I would probably I, I don't know, man. I might go UTEP. Uh, lay the points on that one. The Aztecs, honestly, I think the Aztecs have a chance to be interesting because some of these teams, keep in mind, especially the Mountain West teams, this might be an audition for a Pac-12 invitation next year. And you got to wonder, you know, we talked about it earlier. I don't love betting on the intangibles. I was going to ask you that when we were talking golf earlier, right? Like if there's a guy that's aiming for a Ryder Cup invite, right? Whether it's a captain selection, does that change the way you like him at a tournament? If you got a team like San Diego State that's looking for an invite to a Power 5 conference, that's not Power 5 anymore, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, does that bring out a little something? So I might be interested in San Diego State, but if I take out those intangibles, there's nothing really that jumps me uh, jumps at me off the page there. Yeah, the game that I think of those three that might intrigue me potentially is Ohio plus two and a half against San Diego State. That line's starting to dip a little bit. Anytime you get a home favorite like San Diego State, who I don't think a lot of people watch, but it's kind of like Boise, San Diego State. Like they're kind of brand names where they're always in a bowl game. They're always winning eight or nine games. Brady Hoke, still the coach at San Diego State. They're going to have a good defense. They always have a good running back. I think Ohio might be able to win that game, though. So I think that would be an underdog I might look at. New Mexico State could be another team that interests me, laying the seven and a half with them. Jerry Kill, what he's done with that program is super impressive. They were at a bowl game last year. They beat Bowling Green. UMass stinks, and they have to travel all the way to New Mexico. So I kind of like the Aggies in that game, minus seven and a half. I think that they can win that game by double digits. You brought up Hawaii and Vandy, though. And look, Rob, I think a lot of people are going to see Vanderbilt favored at home by 16 and a half. They're going to go to the score last year in Honolulu and see that Vandy beat them 63 to 10. And a lot of people are going to take Vandy. To be honest, I I think this game I probably stay away from. Like, Vandy almost feels like too easy in this game. And maybe it is. Maybe it just is that easy. But you have the SEC going against the Mountain West. Hawaii has to travel all the way to Nashville against an SEC team who they lost by 53 to last year. Maybe it is that easy. But the line just, it feels too short for me. So I I think I'm going to pass on that one. even though I have a feeling a lot of people are probably going to take Vandy. I am going to take Vandy. I'm not going to lie. Listen, (laughs) Hawaii looked better progressively as the year went on last year, and Chang did a really good job at holding that team together with what I believe was a 
combination of duct tape and bubble gum because of how many guys left after everything happened. But uh, Vanderbilt is going to be – I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you they're good or they're going to threaten Georgia. We ain't quite there yet. But this is a team this year that feels like, especially with divisions going away in the SEC – that they get a chance to kind of to, to establish themselves in the new world of college football. I like the doors here. They put up 49 unanswered last year. They can go 35 unanswered this year. They could. Yeah. And the over under in that game is 55 and a half. Vanderbilt might get that by themselves again. Like they did last year, potentially Caleb Williams, the Heisman trophy winner. He's in action week zero. We'll talk about him on the other side of the break. 